this is keep me free. You know what I named this show came to my spirit. So many times that we, so many times we, we get free from things. I'm talking to born again believers because that's, that's my family. That's my relationship. My relationship is to born again believers is in born again believers. Not that I hang around only born again believers, but my life is in the born again believership. See, we're part of the born-again believership of Christ. The born-again believership of Christ. The believership. I don't even really call myself a, a Christian anymore. A Christian. A charismatic. A charisman. A charisman. I don't call myself a Christian anymore. You know, because that word has been so polluted and distorted by the world. I call myself a believer. I'm a part of the believership of the Lord Jesus Christ. So if you ask me, are you a Christian? I might say no. Because I don't know what a Christian is. I don't know what a Christian is. I know what a believer is. I know what the believership looks like. I know what the believership of Christ looks like. This is a definition of the believership of Christ. I, gotta, I guess I need to make some definitions. <clears throat> I need to explain some things. And you have to understand the way I speak oftentimes because I'm, I'm, I'm picking words out of a segmented, out of a segmented spiritual flow. And I'm picking them out of that segmented spiritual flow so I can align them into a sentence that makes sense to me. You know, because the Holy Spirit is constantly giving my spirit understanding information is constantly relating to me the relationship that my spirit has to the Holy Spirit. See, we're trying to tap into the alternative relationship, the all relationship, the alternative relationship that's in our spirit, not outside of us. I'm talking to the born again believers. See, if this was a cult, I would talk to you about uh, uh, connecting to the relationship of an understanding that's outside of you. Therefore, you need some external you know, input and juice input for you to maintain and stay connected to this so-called source of understanding. But no, this source of understanding is inside of you, born-again believer. Even if you do go to church, you don't need to go to church like you need to go to church like that. You need to go to church so you can fellowship and allow that gift to pour on others. But the reality is that you're going to begin to groom your own spirit, born-again believer, from your own life. Because we can't, the true, the, the true believership will increasingly not be able to assemble. And see, this is, this is not an issue of fundamentalists. This is not an issue of orthodox or, or conservatism. It's not about that. Because you'll find that those people that call themselves Christians and, and this and this and that, don't realize that they've aligned, aligned themselves with the enemies of God just because uh, that particular voice echoes something that they believe in. And that's one of the biggest tricks of the devil. Feed them something that, that is pliable to them, that's something they're, they're passionate about, and then they'll follow you. That's why Jesus said, just don't, don't follow after people because they feed you. 
See, it's not just food, but people can feed you with your own ideology that you have about yourself and they can enhance what you already feel about yourself. You know, my, a lot of times when people get together with situations, you'll find that that situation speaks to them. So therefore they begin to follow that voice. And if that voice speaks to them succinctly and completely, they begin to wholeheartedly, they begin to wholeheartedly give their heart to that voice. And these are so-called maybe Christians. They believe that God, what I mean by that, they believe fundamentally, this is what I'm understanding what a Christian is. Christian is some, someone that fundamentally believes that Jesus Christ died for their sins and the sins of the world. That does not mean they have a particular personal relationship. Sometimes they might reminisce over the fact that this has happened. They might feel a little glossy in their mind and their heart about it, but they don't have a functioning relationship to it in terms of being transformed into his image. They don't have that relationship. They have like a dialogue and an understanding. They have like a, a set of rules, a set of, of, of innuendos that they believe that God would like to institute in the world. So they operate in that flow, but they're really not seeking after. They're not seeking to go out to meet the Lord. That's a different type of individual. That's a different type of believer. See, there's believers that believe that the Lord Jesus Christ died for their sins. And there's believers that have accepted that as a personal relationship to them, but never have really grown in it. And there's those that have accepted it and then let it become fruit in their life and let it grow into their spirit. It's a part of their active life. Though they may not have always been faithful, it has been it was planted in their heart long time ago to be faithful to him. It was planted in their understanding to always be faithful to him. It was planted in their heart to go after him. It was planted in their spirit long ago when they first met him that they were going out to meet him, so they were always trying to dress themselves properly. So they could have the proper clothing, so they have the proper proper equipment, what was needed. See, they had oil in their lamps, but then they had jars too. See, their lamps was full and they had jars of oil also, extra. So some might say, well, get with some of the jar some of the oil that you have in your jars. It's like, no, we can't do that unless we run out because we don't know when our Lord is coming back, see. So we need this jar full and I need my lamp full as well. What is my jar? My jar is my mind, my heart. I need my heart filled up with the word of God. I need my heart filled up with the word of God. I need my heart focused on him. I need my heart going after his love. I need my heart going after his peace. I need my heart going after him. That's my jar. My jar is my heart. My lamp is the fact that I'm born again. The lamp is the fact that I have the Holy Spirit. The lamp is the fact that I have the temple of living God living inside of me. That's my lamp. But my jar is my soul life. And some don't have their jars filled. My jar is my soul life. So you can have a jar that's filled with a lot of the pain and misery of the world. You can have a jar that's filled with still the dysfunctions of being raised irrationally. See, you can have a jar filled with the notions 
of another mindset other than your Lord. So you don't have room for more oil in your jar. But see, when you got your jar filled with oil, that means that your heart is set on him. Your soul life is set on him. The culture of your existence is set on Christ. That's a jar filled. That's a jar that's filled with the Holy Spirit, see? That's a jar that's filled with the love of God seeking to bloom out, to blossom out into a person's life. So you got to have your jar filled. You got to have your jar filled with the Spirit. Your lamp is lit and it's shining bright. But you have other things in the jar. You got other issues in the jar. The jar is your heart. The jar is your soul. It says they had oil in their lamps. And oil in their jars. And some didn't have enough in their jar. That's your soul life. Your heart life. Who does your heart belong to? That's your jar. Who does my heart belong to? I need a jar that's full. I need a jar that's full with the Lord's redemption. Redemptive power. I need a jar that's focused on him. I need a jar that's set, whose mind is set on him. I need a jar who's decorated with his honor and towards his honor and towards his glory. I need a jar that's ready to move. I get a spiritual thermos. Replace that, that jar with a spiritual thermos so I can keep the Lord's oil properly stored and protected against the elements outside and inside. I got to protect the jar against myself and only my spirit can do that. Holy Spirit, teach and train up my spirit to protect my jar. Give me a mind, Lord, that's set on you. That's a jar properly protected. Give me a mind, Lord, that's set on you. That's a jar that's properly protected. Oh, shit.